1: or go to anchor.fm to get started.
2: On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, I'm not looking for this next year to be perfect, but what I am going to do is I'm going to lean into my mantra of Everything is working out for my good. Right. Like what mantra are you standing on, regardless of what's happening in the world and what the news is saying, what the media is saying, what you see on social media? What mantra is grounding you and your life? Because I truly believe that's really all that matters is like focusing on what Dom has said to me that resonates so deeply. Focus on what you can control.
1: Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax,
2: a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be.
1: Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Do you have a burning question you're dying to get feedback on? Do you want an unbiased perspective on a situation you're facing? If so, visit cultivatingherspace.com and click Ask Dr. Dom under the Start Here option. Every Tuesday, I'll choose a few questions and answer them at random. Our quote of the day. Resilience allows us to tap into deeper resources in ourselves we didn't even know we had. Not just to overcome the obstacles, but to be transformed by them. And this quote comes to us from Ariana Huffington, founder of Huffington Post. T. We have been
3: through a year, right? 2020 for a lot of folks was a test of patience,
1: resilience, strength, just a test of everything, right? When you hear this quote, what comes up for you?
2: One part of the quote that I really like is, not to just overcome obstacles, but to be transformed by them. That's the part where I'm just like, yes, because, yeah, we overcome, but how does it transform us for the next stage in the journey? So I think that's what I'm really leaning into. But also, I mean, the part about tapping into ourselves, it kind of goes back to that quote of everything I need is already within. And so I really love this conversation. I love this topic in general and so I'm excited for us to dive in. What about you, Don? What comes up for you, or what does this mean to you when you hear this quote?
1: I think for me, what really comes up is this ability for us to access things within ourselves that sometimes we forget that we have, right? And that and how we may look at certain experiences that we have and how those experiences impact us, right? So I just think about, like, over the course of this last year, how it has allowed a lot of people to really be reminded of a lot of the beauty that they have within a lot of the things that they kind of forgot about within themselves, and so you know I know that we have talked about resilience in previous episodes, right and lady, if this is your first time listening, thank you for checking us out and know that we have at this point over a hundred episodes in our catalog that you can go and access and just have a binge listening session and get caught up. But today we're going to look at resilience from, I don't want to say a different perspective. I think we're just going to dive a little bit deeper into it and take a different approach to engaging in resilience, if that makes sense.
2: That makes perfect sense, Dom. And I feel like this is a great segue and compliment to our last episode where we made a big announcement. (laughs) And it's so funny. So we talked about the new direction of the podcast and our new podcast name, which is Cultivating Her Space. And although that's our new like brand name, you can still find us everywhere on social media at Her Space Podcast. But we caught ourselves just putting out a teaser on Instagram, just like, oh, okay, we're going to, you know, go ahead and post and let everyone know, like, we're we're leaving her space podcast in 2020. And there's something new coming, but, you know, you got to tune into the episode. And lady, you may have been one of the ones on Instagram that was commenting, but I don't know, down we're probably not going to do that again. There was so much feedback, but people were so sad. And I was looking at the comments. I was like, oh my I gosh, know. my heart is breaking. And it was so funny to me, down to hear Some of the ladies say, like, yeah, I actually didn't listen to the episode because I I wasn't ready for it to end. I didn't want to be sad. And I was like, oh my gosh, Dom, we gotta go let them know they can listen. Like it's okay. We're still here. We're just leaving that chapter in 2020 and we're moving into a new phase, a new direction, so so to speak. And so that was interesting for us to see like, oh crap, this is one. People are so sad, which made us sad, but then also like to know and to hear some of the stories about how the podcast has impacted your life, lady, that really touched us. And so definitely follow us on Instagram at Herspace Podcast, because we do try to go live so that you can see our faces, put a, you know, a face to the voices and we can interact with you live in action. But yeah, Dom, that was pretty interesting.
1: And that was really interesting. And... <laughs> definitely a learning experience for us. (laughs) Definitely, definitely a learning experience. So lady, when we think about the transition in terms of us changing our name, right? And the, just the process that we have gone through over the last two years of putting this podcast together and being consistent, I think that Particularly with the conversation with our trademark attorney, who we're going to have on in a future episode, in an upcoming episode, because I think it, this was such an important conversation. But I think there was a level of resilience within each of us that was a necessary component when we went into that conversation around having to change our name.
2: Yeah, she always tells us um, that she really admired the way that we responded. But I think when it when you think about resilience, it's like the ability to bounce back, right? And so I think that resilience looks different for different people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean like something happens and then the next day you got to just like suppress all your emotions, and be and numb your shit, and just be like, okay, I'm ready to go. I, I don't think that's resilience necessarily. I think right. it's like a we're speaking of like a healthy resilience where you give yourself time. To process those emotions. Because we had a little grieving process. I think we may have mm-hmm. talked about that in the last episode, where it was like, wait, this is our baby. It's like naming your child. And then you find out that you can't have this name anymore, but there was so much meaning behind the name. And you're like, wait a minute. So it, it was a process. But then after you give yourself time and space to feel those emotions, to understand where you are, the next question should be, okay, what am I going to do next? You know what I mean? And so I think that's really the at the core of resilience is understanding where you are, processing those emotions, being real with yourself, and then okay, what's the next step? What is the solution? What am I leaning into? And when you think about 2020, whoo, one hell of a year, right? Yeah. For many people, for some people, it was a great year, right? Yeah. And for some people, it was one of their worst years. I think it was like a, I would say, mediocre year. I had some highs and some lows in 2020, but now that we're in this new year, One thing that I think we should be mindful of is, you know, it's cute to see it on social media, Dom. And we talked about this on our IG live, but people are like, they give the years personalities. Right. And I think sometimes there is some merit to that when you think about, you know, the universe and the planets and what season we're in. But, you know, people pretended that 2021 would come and it's like a new chapter, coronavirus will be gone. Everything will be perfect. And it's like, this is still life. We're going through some major shifts as a collective. And so I think not putting this expectation that things are going to be perfect. And we talked about that at the end of 2019, I believe, in one of our episodes when we did our year in review, where it was like, I'm not looking for this next year. I didn't realize how timely that conversation was, Dom, but it was like, okay, I'm not looking for this next year to be perfect. But what I am going to do is I'm going to lean into my mantra of Everything is working out for my good. Right. Like what mantra are you standing on, regardless of what's happening in the world and what the news is saying, what the media is saying, what you see on social media, what mantra is grounding you and your life? Because I truly believe that's really all that matters is like focusing on what Dom has said to me that resonates so deeply. Focus on what you can control. Right. Yeah. All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I wanna share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned, get those promo codes, and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation.
1: Lady, as you know, this month is Women's History Month, and it's a great opportunity to highlight the stories of Black women specifically. Black representation holds significant importance in conveying possibilities to everyone not just those of us in the Black community. I can recall growing up watching Oprah Winfrey and the Black newscasters in my hometown of New Orleans, and it showed me the importance of sharing my own stories and using my own voice. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's latest collection, Black Stories, Black Truths told from a unique Black perspective. From Tracy Ellis Ross to Beyonce's Renaissance, Michelle Obama to the women behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths.
2: What I love most about Black Stories, Black Truths is the fact that the stories are from us and they cover topics we want to hear. I recently listened to an episode called Tracy Ellis Ross is an Icon and our favorite rich auntie. And it was just such a breath of fresh air to hear her perspective on her new projects, what she loves most about podcasts, and how she feels about being called the rich Black auntie. It was good. Now, you know, Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be told about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts.
1: With
0: lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Trusting the process, you know, and knowing that things are working out how they're supposed to in your favor, even if that is not how you envisioned it. And because I know that there's a lot of times that we develop plans and things go awry. But when we step back, things usually end up working out for our good. Right. And I think part of having resilience is, like you mentioned, that ability to allow yourself to, like, feel the feelings and still keep pushing. Right. So whether that means you take a day, two days, a week to really go let yourself feel the feelings you still will find a way to keep pushing. Resilience is about not being stopped. Resilience is about stepping within to figure out what you need to keep going, right? To persevere. Like I think sometimes I know when at first when I used to hear the word resilience, At one point in my life, I used to think that that required me going through something traumatic or something negative. Right. But I've come to realize at least this stage in my life that. Resilience. Is more about what's truly within that's empowering you and enabling you to get through whatever the circumstances may be. there may be a circumstance that's just, it's what it is. It's not necessary, it's not positive because you're not excited about it, but it's not traumatic either. It's just what it is. And you still need resilience to get through that, if that makes sense.
2: Yep, that makes perfect sense. That does. I was just thinking about different examples in life. And I mean, one thing you said as we were preparing for the episode, Don, was, you know, as we walk into this new year, right? How can we, build up our armor in a positive way as we move into this new season, right? And so when we think about that, I mean, what does that even look like? And I guess another question would be, I think one thing we could all do right now is just reflect on what does resilience mean to us and what experiences in life have we had where we've had to tap into our resilience, right? Mm -hmm. You know, those situations where you look back and you're like, I don't know how I made it out of that situation or, okay. Or, you know how they say, you don't know how strong you are until being strong is the only option, okay? So you go through something and you're just like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I could really do this, but you do it, right? Again, we have episodes about this where we've talked about our personal struggles and we've talked about resiliency as well. But lady, think about that in your own life because what I find is that there's this, I guess I'm going to make up a word, Dom, but I guess it's like a compound resilience where it's like certain things that you go through in your life If you are allowing those obstacles to transform you, you can then use that for other situations in life. And so there were times where I've gone through something and I didn't understand it. I didn't think it was fair. But then later down the line, I was like, oh, it makes sense that this happened because now I developed a skill here or a mindset shift that I can use in this other phase of life that allows me to push past the situation and be transformed in a new way. You know what I mean?
1: So, yeah. I, you know i think about i was watching this movie recently and it was like a documentary and people were going through like had experienced different tragedies and they were talking about like essentially they didn't use the word resilience but essentially that's what they were talking about right of okay so i was in this tragic car accident and I had to have multiple surgeries and people didn't think that I was going to make it. And these surgeries were surgeries that like my face was, you know, misconfigured and didn't have the ability to walk and all of these things. Right. All of these things that are tragic, but you persevere and you develop this. This woman developed a different appreciation for life after having been through that tragedy. One of the things that she talked about was how people would come up to her on the street and they would have a harder time than she had. And she lived through it. Right. And to me, that speaks to her resilience, that she lived through something that most of us, when we think about it. We don't know if we would have survived. Right. But I think what that shows us is that we do truly all have possessed resilience. That we do all truly possess the power within us to come through situations that when someone hears of it, they can't even begin to imagine coming through it. Like. I'm trapped under a car, my face buried in the ground. And I'm not going to go into all the details because I don't want to be triggering for anyone. But I'm in a space where it's expected that I probably shouldn't live through this. And I do. All I can say is, wow.
2: Do you have anything that you want to share personally, Dom? Like any experiences that you've had where you've had to tap into resilience on your own and you realize that you were stronger than you thought you were? Any of those experiences that come to mind for you?
1: Oh, there are, there are multiple, <laughs> multiple experiences. <laughs> I've been through some things, child. <laughs> you know, one thing that is most present for me is just 2020 in general, right? Of 2020 really being, and for me personally, an opportunity, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, to kind of reassess, Where I am in life, what am I doing in life? And while I didn't personally experience like the loss of a loved one or having COVID 19, like I didn't experience those things, I think just the shift of how my life changed, right? How all of us experience life change in general, right? Having to Create new norms or different norms, being able to come through that without sinking into depression, because I know that there are a lot of people who did. Right. And I know for me, like I live alone, and I know that there are a lot of people who were living alone who were depressed. And so for me, knowing that, like, I allowed myself to really just tap into and pay attention to what are the things that I need, right? So whether that was saying, okay, I need to be around family. How can I do it safely? What feels good for me? And just being able to identify that and ask, right? I think that for me was a big sign of like resilience because I could have said, Okay, I'm going to just go within and completely isolate and shut everybody out because things aren't happening exactly the way that I want them to. And, you know, I know that there are some people out there who did experience it that way, right? And hopefully they are coming out of that now and getting the help that they need to come out of that. But for me, it was. A keen awareness that that's not what I was going to do. And I think that that was my resilience is like, okay, how do I identify the things that I need to pour into myself? So that I don't fall apart.
2: Yes, that's a really good example, Dom. And I think that's admirable, too, especially. As you see, so many people were struggling with loneliness. And I know we've talked about some of the things that you've done for yourself for self-care, like really prioritizing that. So whether it's working out, eating well. I know you talked about some of your like your girlfriend's things with some of your people where you all would be on Zoom or, you know, just do stuff that makes you feel that connection to people when we couldn't be as connected as we usually were. So I think that's a really good example.
1: And what about for you?
2: Girl, I'm trying to think like you. I'm like, which one? <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> there's a lot. I feel like the
2: one that came to mind as soon as we started talking about this was probably when I was 17. And i talked about my story on the podcast before, but I know this might be your first time listening lady. And so when I was 17, my family and I, we were going on like a little family vacation and they were taking me off to a missionary trip for my church. And my bonus dad, who was my dad who raised me, who was the one who was there since I was two, who, you know, taught me how to drive everything. We were really close. He passed away in our hotel room in front of my younger siblings and my mom. And I remember, I mean, Dom, that experience rocked me. Like being so young, you know, I was going to go to college a month after that. I was supposed to. It was the day I was leaving on this really important trip that I was building up to. And it was just such a tragic situation. And I really didn't know how I was going to overcome. And you said something earlier down that I kind of want to go back to. There, you know, I talk about how I overcame in my book, right? How to glow up as you grow up, so lady, you definitely want to go get that on Amazon. You can head over to glowupbook.com. But one of the things I talk about in the book is I had a friend that I met the day that my dad died. We still talk to this day, but I remember her saying to me, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe that you're still going on this trip and I can't believe that you know, you're, you're so strong. I could never do that. Like I couldn't even imagine that happened to me. And I remember telling her, like, don't say never, like, don't, don't say that, you know, you don't know how you could ever do it because you really, I don't know how I'm doing this shit. Like you never know until you're put in the situation. And so, you know, I, I try to shy away from saying things like, Oh, I could never experience that. Or I could never overcome that because you really don't know. And lo and behold, a few months after I want to say maybe six months or so after that, I got a call from her when I was in college. She called, you know, your friend calls you one night and you're like, I'm tired, girl. I'm just going to get, I'll catch you tomorrow. She called twice. And I was like, let me answer the phone. And I remember her saying that her dad died. I was just like, oh my gosh. And just when I look back at why we were putting each other's lives, right? Isn't that crazy? I mean, Dom, I couldn't even make this stuff up. I'm like, this is just, this is like a movie. This is wild. But I think we were put in each other's lives for an important reason. And I was able to help her cope with losing her dad, you know, suddenly. And we were able to just build each other up in certain aspects of life. And so that kind of goes back to what you were saying about resilience earlier. So that would be my example, girl.
1: That who and at such a young age, right. At such a pivotal point. Right. I think that that is a true testament of resilience. Right. Of. In a moment that is completely unexpected, when most people would say, like, lost for words, like, frozen, not sure what to do. And you had resilience within you that allowed you to move forward. That's beautiful. Thank you, Dom. Thank you, Dom. And so, are we ready? To dive yes, into that. Yes, I'm excited. Activity. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So, lady, we know that, like we said, <laughs> 2020 has been a year and we want to build up our armor. And part of building up our armor is visualizing how we can cultivate resilience. So, what I want us to do is as I take you all Through this visualization exercise, lady, I want you to first get into a comfortable position. And so if you are listening to us while you are in the middle of cleaning up or commuting or any other activity, You might either want to pause, if you can, that activity to take part in this or press pause and come back to us when you can be fully present in these next few moments. Because, lady, this is for you. All right. So, T, are you ready?
2: I'm so damn excited, (laughs) dog. All
1: right. (laughs) 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 Okay. So let's do this. So take a moment
3: to get comfortable in your chair.
1: Get grounded in that chair, in that seated position. Whether you feel more comfortable sitting cross-legged or firmly planting your feet on the ground.
3: But close your eyes. And
1: take a few deep breaths in.
2: All right, lady, it's about that time. Dom and I want to share a few sponsors with you that we believe you'd enjoy. So stay tuned, get those promo codes, and we'll hop right back into this informative conversation.
1: Lady, as you know, this month is Women's History Month, and it's a great opportunity to highlight the stories of Black women specifically. Black representation holds significant importance in conveying possibilities to everyone, not just those of us in the Black community. I can recall growing up watching Oprah Winfrey and the Black newscasters in my hometown of New Orleans, and it showed me the importance of sharing my own stories and using my own voice. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's latest collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Told from a unique Black perspective. From Tracy Ellis Ross to Beyonce's Renaissance, Michelle Obama to the women behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths.
2: What I love most about Black Stories, Black Truths is the fact that the stories are from us and they cover topics we want to hear. I recently listened to an episode called Tracy Ellis Ross is an Icon and our favorite rich auntie. And it was just such a breath of fresh air to hear her perspective on her new projects, what she loves most about podcasts, and how she feels about being called the rich black auntie. It was good. Now, you know, black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be told about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts.
3: And just listen. We know. That the previous year allowed us to learn what we need and what we don't need.
1: That adds value to our lives and makes us stronger. And we've also learned what has depleted us. By tapping into the parts of our lives that we were either ignoring or not tending to, we can nurture our resilience and create a new normal for this new
3: year. One that's not simply going back to pre-pandemic status quo, but that's better. It's our resilience that offers us a chance for true
1: transformation, allowing us to go deeper, connect with what we truly value,
3: grow, and expand.
1: While it is common for us to want to say goodbye and be excited about saying goodbye
3: to 2020, What if
1: your goal was more than to just get through 2020, which will pass no matter what
3: we do? This new year is here. The next new year will inevitably come. So take a moment to think about And maybe visualize the following. What kind of year will this be for you? Again, asking yourself, what kind of year will this be for you? Try to envision a year of hope, possibility, growth love, and connecting with others. What lessons will you carry with you from the previous year? What obstacles did you face? And I'll
1: give you a moment to reflect on those. So what lessons do you want to carry with you into this new year?
3: And what obstacles did you face? How. Have you been transformed. Based on what you have experienced. How do you want to show up in this new year. As you continue to reflect with your eyes closed, take a few moments to focus and reflect upon the images, thoughts, and hopes you have created for yourself. Really focus on it. See it in your mind's eye and give it credence. Give it its due. The more we summon and strengthen
1: our resilience. Learn from our lived experience and create opportunity for new experiences. The more we can bounce forward into a new and better year.
3: All right, lady. Take a final big, deep breath in. And slowly exhale. And when you're ready, open your eyes. See.
2: How do you feel? T is knocked out right now, okay? (laughs) T is gone. She's asleep. Dom, your voice is so soothing. (laughs) Thank you. And those quiet moments, you are so welcome. Those quiet moments, I was just like, oh, I need, I'm going to talk about the reflection, but I was like, I need to contract Dom to do a, a nighttime sleep audio for me. It's <laughs> <was> so good. <laughs> that was so soothing. I love it. I love the visualization. I think that those are really great questions to ask ourselves as we transition into this new year. And the thing about it is, I mean, when you don't have those conversations with yourself it's kind of like that quote where if you don't aim for anything, or if you aim for nothing, you'll hit it every time. Right. It's like get clear on you know how do you plan to show up in 2021? We're not going to just wait for things to happen and then just react. And this is how I'm going to do it. But let's set a precedence for how do we want to show up. Right? Who do we want to be? Right. What lessons will carry us through? Because I'm sure we learned some stuff, right, yes. in this past yes. year. So that was really, really soothing. I appreciate that, Dom, and I was trying to be in the activity, but also jot down some reflections so I don't forget them. (laughs) (laughs) So a few things I thought about when you said, what don't we need or like, what did we learn? Mm -hmm. I remember in the midst of 2020 when we were, you know, well, I mean, we're still staying at home, but when we were like in the throes of like the first stay at home mandate and I was looking in my closet, like I have all these goddamn clothes and shoes. I literally have not worn half of them for almost a year now, you know, because- I'd be trying to wear the same thing over and over because I'm like, I'm not pulling this out and trying to iron this and do that. Exactly. And then i me be thinking, like, do I really need all this stuff? Like, why do I have all this anyway? You know, I'm hopping on Zoom. Sometimes, you know, you may not wear pants. You know how it is. You mm-hmm. might just have your top one. <laughs> right? like, why do I have all this? Right. And then I thought about, you know, the work that many of us have been able to do, you know, a lot of times folks are like, you can't work from home. No, you can't do it. And it's like, well, now we don't have a choice. And all of a sudden many of us, I know that we have certain folks that cannot work from home because of the nature of their job, but many of us, we are working from home and we're making it work. And so it really made me think about like, what has been important, right? And what have I learned in 2020? And I think for me, like it goes back to those conversations around like legacy and the bigger picture and not the oh, I got to get my Gucci bag or get my Birkin so I could, you know, go post it on social media or like just be out in the in the club or the lounge, you know? I mean, yeah, it's cool to have a good time, but it just made me think about like, what are the important things in life, right? There was one more thing, but I just want to take a pause, down to see if there was anything that came up for you as you were even doing the activity or facilitating.
1: Yeah, I mean, as I was facilitating, I was also thinking about like, yeah, for myself, like what are the lessons that I've learned In this previous year, what do I want to take into this new year? And I think for me, like the biggest lesson that I want to take into this new year is just listening to myself. Right. And really just doing what feels healthy for me and knowing that I don't owe an explanation to anyone. For doing what feels healthy for me, like whether it's on trend or not. If it's something that is nourishing me and adding to my well being, then I should be unapologetic about doing that. I
2: could not agree with that more, Dom. I mean, you are so on point, and I resonate with that so deeply. You know, it just kind of reminds me about some of the episodes we've done on like setting boundaries, right? Yes. And no meaning no you know, yes. and, and advocating for what you need. And I would say the last thing I thought about as you were speaking, you said something about the time is going to pass regardless, right? So whether you right. answer these questions or not, 2020 is going to come. 2020 is going to give us what it's going to give us. So how are you how are you going to show up? That's the question, right? Why? What are you doing? Like, how have you prepared? Okay. And it made me think about this situation in life, Dom. So this old job that I had, one of the odd job descriptions this was an administrative role at a university, but one of the odd job descriptions was to shovel snow. I don't know if they didn't want to pay people to shovel the snow when it snowed or what, but that was one of the things that our supervisor <laughs> what? said that everyone, we did it all as a team, including the, the big boss, oh, the head okay. non still, so We all shovel snow, I know. And the thing about it is one day, I remember us, it was so cold one day. And we were just like, well, I, don't why I want to shovel snow. And I managed a team, I think it was around four people. And so I'm like, well, shit, I don't want to shovel snow either, but I'm going to do it because I need to be a good role model for my team. I need to motivate these people. How am I going to motivate my team to do it? And one thing that the head honcho had said, he was like, look, whether you want to shovel the snow or not, this is part of the job. It needs to get done. It's going to get done. You guys are going to do it unless you're just like planning on quitting today, basically. So he said, what you can focus on is the attitude that you have. Mm -hmm. So you have a positive attitude while you shovel and you have a good time or you have a negative attitude and you'll be miserable the entire time. And that for me was so game changing because it's like time is going to go by. So it's like whether you're doing something you don't like to do, but you have to just tap into that resilience and push through because it's part of the journey. You get to decide you get to control what attitude you have. And so I ended up reiterating that to my team and I think I got them like hot chocolate and some other things Mm -hmm. and we had a good time. And we had a little snowball fight and we made the most out of it. And there were some people that were miserable and they were miserable the whole time. They probably spent the whole rest of the day complaining about what they had to do and call their family up, reliving the moment while we were all having a really good time and had a chance to bond. So just keep that in mind, lady, as you think about this new year and what you can control and this activity, beautiful activity that Dom has walked us through.
1: You know, what you said there, as you were saying that, I just kept thinking about attitude is everything right like we can be presented with some really messed up circumstances right like well let me just be real some fucked up situations right and and fucked up not necessarily from our perspective but from other people's view of it right and but that resilience what's part of that resilience is our attitude towards the situation right, right. that I love that was so beautiful, such a beautiful example of how you all were presented with something that is like a fucked up situation of like, wait, what? Why are we having to shovel the snow like y'all should there should be people for this? But your attitude about it was one in which how can we reimagine this experience and make it something that is joyous to us right despite the despite the circumstances we're still finding some joy in it and i think that's all of what 20 a lot of what 2020 was right just finding finding instances in which we could cultivate some joy
2: i couldn't have said it better myself dom i would agree and lady the show is over Now, but Dom and I are about to hop off and we're going to head on over to Patreon to record our after show where we just talk a little bit about this episode, what we thought we might even, you know, have a little, I don't know, behind the scenes conversations there about our planning. So make sure you head on over to our website, herspacepodcast.com and click on Wisdom Wednesday with Terry Patreon and you'll get access to our after show. Hey, lady, it's Terry here from Cultivating Her Space. Are you tired of working hard for your money? Do you want your business to run smoothly when you're out of office? If you want to learn how to automate your business cash flow and increase your impact and influence, join me for my free workshop at brandwithterry.com. Again, that's brandwithterry.com. My name is spelled T E R R I. Hope to see you there, lady.
1: Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider.
2: If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website cultivatingherspace.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I am aligned with my inevitable outcome. We'll see
1: you next week, lady.
3: Step into the world of power, loyalty,